millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code gold to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future go to noblegoldinvestments.com now noblegoldinvestments.com this performance may not be indicative of future results investing in precious metals including gold involves risks consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. everyone you're listening to red pill 78 as always my name is zach payne the corruption detector and this is another edition of red pill news for saturday night live stream joining me in the studio tonight two very talented and intelligent ladies here for part two of our conversation about the science of crop circles and so much more. I am joined once more by Patty Greer and Petty Kelly. If you guys wouldn't mind, please make sure to hit the like button. Hit the red pill if you're over there on the foxhole, a.k.a. pilled.net. If you're watching on Getter, you can just hit the screen. It'll drop some hearts, and I think the same can be said for X, a.k.a. Twitter as well. I don't know if anybody's chatting over there. They don't have a, a great infrastructure for me to be able to catch it, but I sincerely hope if you're watching, you're enjoying the show. Either way, no matter what platform you're on, thank you for being here. I'm really looking forward to having the continued conversation with Patty and Penny, and I want to thank you for stopping by to hang out with us tonight. Also, we had a major problem with Rumble earlier today. Uh, I couldn't get the show made until just a couple of hours ago. So, if you wouldn't mind at least sharing that one, that would be awesome. But no matter where you're at, thanks again. Right, without further ado, please sit back, relax, and grab your popcorn, and we're going to be right back after this with Patty and Penny. My friends, 
Gold is on the rise. It just soared past $2,000 an ounce. And the wars in Israel and the Ukraine, plus the rate cuts that are on the table, well, all of these things are working together to help fuel the meteoric rise of this beautiful, precious metal. And the top banks, Deutsche Bank, UBS, Bank of America, J.P. Morgan, all of them are forecasting sizable rate cuts coming up in the election year. And you've got the heads of the top financial firms pointing out the similarities to what we see in America now in the 1970s. Take a look back at 1979. At that time, we had the Iran hostage crisis. There was war in the Middle East, and major U.S. cities were in disarray and stagflation. At that time, gold went from $158 an ounce in 1974 to $850 an ounce in 1980. Meanwhile, our national debt is skyrocketing even higher. There's a direct correlation between the national debt and the price of gold. Back in 2020, the U.S. debt was at $23 trillion and gold was $1,500 an ounce. Well, now in 2023, it's $33 trillion and gold is over $2,000 an ounce. Now, President Trump, he warned us the U.S. dollar no longer being the world standard will be our greatest defeat in 200 years. So you can call the proud Americans of the Patriot Gold Group today before it's too late. Remember to mention me, Zach Payne, and Red Pill News. And when you do, you will always get best-in-class service from Patriots Protecting Patriots. Patriot Gold Group has the no-fee-for-life IRA, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you might be eligible for the no-fee-for-life IRA. It's available on qualifying rollovers, and to find out if you do qualify, give them a call today at 888-857-6092 and get your free investor guide today. Once again, Patriot Gold Group is a consumer affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer for seven years in a row. Call them today at 888-857-6092. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. And please join me in welcoming my guests one more time for this evening, Penny Kelly and Patty Greer. Ladies, how are you doing? Let's start with you, Penny. You're on top. I'm doing well. I'm really glad to be here, and I'm really excited about what we're going to talk about tonight. Excellent. Me too. Me too. Patty, how are you? Good to see you again, again, again. (laughs) I'm good. Thank you and excited. I'm honored to be on your show again and again because your audience is amazing. But today, Penny had a snow out and uh, there was no power, so I kind of buffed up on some of a previous show that we had done. And it stumps me listening to her. It's like I have to go back, back. So it's it's a big one to fill your head with what Penny explains about the explanation of crop circles. Okay. There's a lot there. And I, and I think that's, you know, one of the reasons I wanted to have you both on, because it's more than just somebody... You know, going out and taking some pictures, right? A lot of times you get somebody who's an expert in a field and like maybe they've been out in a field. Maybe they've, uh, you know, they, they can tell you how they feel when they were there or maybe they have a, a couple of firsthand accounts of uh, things that they've seen. But, you know, in both of your cases, obviously, Patty, you were an award winning filmmaker. So you've done an, an incredible amount of research on this. Penny, you were obviously involved in some serious deep dive scientific research. So, you know, all of these things coming together, I think it's like the perfect centerpiece, if you will, to put this subject into perspective. Am I wrong? No, you're right. (laughs) Uh, No, I think the combination of Penny and I meeting 
created my final film. And I had made seven movies, but I couldn't have told you, like every other crop circle researcher or filmmaker, how they were really made. Nobody knew until Penny and Lefty, William Levengood, came public, but they didn't go public. He was so suppressed. And then I was so suppressed. But when Penny and I met, the science came together with me being in a hundred crop circles and we just looked at each other and went, wait, what? And this happened. So in my opinion, I feel like we solved a huge mystery. But when I listened to her explain it today, it was like when I was at her house, just holding my head, like holding my brain together every morning with coffee. And she'd go, oh, come on, you get it. It's like, no, it's so different than what everybody thought how crop circles were made. It just kept blowing my mind. And today, again, listening to the the scientific explanation, it totally makes sense. And it's not a UFO because it's not identified. Mm-hmm. Unidentified. It's a crop circle. Not flying. It's a crop circle on the ground. It's terrestrial. And it's not an object. Yes, yes. So, okay, so Penny and Penny and Patty, let's let's give people just like a, a a brief summarization of what we discussed last time. I mean, we we were kind of broad, but I felt like there was a direction we were going. And Penny, we did speak a little bit about the the research that uh, that you and Lefty and the team had done. Um, but you know, the uh, I, one one aspect of what you were just saying there, Patty. You know, I mean, people trying to come up with an explanation for what crop circles are, how they're created. You know. I, I oftentimes think about trying to define a concept that we have no underlying understanding of. Like, how do you define something that you, you know, completely don't understand at the beginning of it? You know, it, it's like, you know, the the idea of, uh, oh, gosh, I don't even know. I mean, I can't even think of something that, like, I don't specifically know about, you know. But, I mean, like, okay, let, let, just think about any unidentified phenomenon. You know, it's like your eyes might see something. But you know inside that based upon your understanding of the world, physics, and, and the way that things are corporally and physically, that whatever you're seeing shouldn't exist and it shouldn't be happening to you right then. So then you have to come up with a definition for what you've seen, even though maybe what you've seen might be totally different from what somebody else might see at the exact same time. So like – it's like the nature of consciousness, you know, like what are we actually perceiving? And so the physical element of what might be happening inside of a crop circle, that's always been the most interesting to me because, and this is the last thing I'm going to say, you know, in recent years, there has been an explosion of people, you know, clearly making fake crop circles, you know, and fairly sophisticated ones at that. Like I've seen a number of marketing stunts uh, that were done by like Spotify. They did a crop circle with like Taylor Swift in it or something like that. Uh, and then like Microsoft, they did a fake crop circle. Um, also, NVIDIA for the launch of uh, their newest chip a couple of years ago, they made a crop circle and they never told anybody about it. So then everybody's looking at it and they're trying to figure out whether it's real or not. And then they're like, hey, guess what, guys, that was us. And then people are, you know, people are pissed, rightfully so, because they're like, how do I even know what's real? So how do we know? Mm, yeah. Well, can I say something here? Mm-hmm. I think, you know, go back to your comment about how do you explain something that we have no basis for. You can't unless you make a change to a whole new paradigm. And the science paradigm is a key piece of our world, our worldview. Mm-hmm. If science says, no, it ain't so, 
then you're like, okay, how do we explain? How do we think about that? What do we do with that information? Well, when you have a science paradigm shift, which is what's been happening, and they take a long time, mm-hmm. and they're full of argument. Um, but when once you grasp that new science, then you see a lot of things. Then you understand a lot, a lot more, and you can't be fooled like you can in the old paradigm. Okay. I, th- I can actually think of one example of something like the very first time when I was a child, and I saw, uh, like, like a chameleon changing color. You know, I mean, like, I can't change the color of my skin or blend in or camouflage myself and nothing else in my, my paradigm or my frame of reference has the ability to do that. And so you see something like that. And obviously you're like, you know, is my eyes playing tricks on me? I mean, how is it possible that a living thing could do what it is that we're seeing right now? So what do we have to change in our frame of reference to understand what's happening in a crop circle? Well, you can physically feel when you walk in a crop circle um, the electromagnetic energy. It's enhanced. It's palpable. And the little teeny hairs stand <laughs> up on my arms and the top of my head back of my neck and i'm a girl so my hairs are teeny but it's like woohoo and i could feel it 10 15 feet before and i'd look behind me and the few people uh nodded it's like whoa that's intense so it's got an energy field that you can definitely feel as long as you're a feeling person and i think that somebody said um wow you saw eagles and a shooting star and i said guess why because I was looking. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really big key is to be curious and present. And in the crop circles, you know, I was just hungry. Like, what, what? I have no idea. What? You know, and I turned around with the man I went with for a couple of years and he was like, I'm not going to fake it. But dang, and his hairs were long and they were standing up <laughs> at attention. So it's palpable. It's energetically noticeable. And all of a sudden, it's immaculate, where this crop of wheat, which is, you know, for days, it goes on and on, undulating fields, but all of a sudden, it's just laid flat, swirled clean, and it's meticulous in its lay. And when you see the circle, you think, oh, wow, a circle, but you don't realize you're in a formation that might have 409 individual circles Mm -hmm. this is one of my favorites 409 circles in a circle of fibonacci sequence flawless mathematics came down on a rainy night wasn't there the day before my friend that owned the research center said he he walked the entire sloppy muddy uh perimeter at 5 30 a.m in the morning before anybody else got there not one footprint the man that I was with builds homes, and he, he said, you couldn't map that out and lay that in three hours of darkness. Right. Like they had in the middle of summer. So it's a meticulous science. It happens in seconds, and people are making up so much crap about what it isn't when they really have hidden what it is. And what it is is this masterful gift of the earth herself sending messages of communication to all of us on earth and above looking down or looking over and uh, the messages are 
noticeable. They're in a language we all understand. Art, mathematics, codes, flawless. Yeah. Beautiful. So, yeah, I think that that's always been a really good point. Uh, if if you were going to create something like what you just showed there, like with a Fibonacci sequence fractal, first of all, it would require some pretty precise mathematics. M- most of the population, which does not have the capacity to put something like that together, you know, nowadays with like AI and stuff like that, you could maybe, you know, print something out. But how are you supposed to extrapolate it into a field that size? But most importantly, the lack of physical evidence of a person or people, because three hours for one person, absolutely not. Three hours, a hundred people, maybe, but without a single footprint. I mean, that's absolutely, you know, completely outside of the realm of possibility. Raining all night long. Yeah. So muddy, slosh, slosh. So again, with the um, the physical characteristics of the crop circles themselves, obviously we we so we can take a look at varying crop circles that have been documented, photographed, filmed, uh, and obviously looking for evidence of uh, human interference to actually create something. That's something that you can tick off uh, as uh, likely this is a real crop circle. Easy peasy, one two three easy. What about what else about the actual crop circle itself would you guys be looking for to identify it as a legitimate phenomenon that's part of this segment that we're discussing? You want to talk about the nodes, Penny? Uh, yeah. Well, you do you have pictures? I oh, have. I, I have the pictures that you guys sent over. If you want to tell me which, let me blaze through. Um, this group of photos, because it's just a brief explanation, and then Penny can talk about the science of how the nodes happen. So I'll breeze through that. But the first photo, let's just pop up, um, is a, a photo of a group of us walking in a crop circle. That's what it's like. You're in a flat field of wheat, but in the front of that line happens to be Janet Osabard, who came out of crop circle, uh, Years. Oh my God, she, she she's missing and presumed dead, isn't she? She's missing. Oh, I know my, my heart gosh. is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate to say it, but Janet is in the front there. I'm in the back, and we were cruising into a crop circle where uh, we did an interview for one of my films. But yeah, Janet uh, and I both came out, made a bunch of movies. Who knows why or how? Because it was never my plan. Don't know if it was hers. But uh, she did the Fall of the Cabal couple mm. series, and now they say she's missing and presumed dead. Yeah, uh, left her dog and all her food and clothing. I don't buy it, but very unfortunate. I, I think uh, that anybody who is <clears throat> anybody who's followed Fall of the Cabal or has seen it even casually, uh, it's it's a pretty. Uh, I, I think that it, uh, it it makes a lot of sense to immediately jump to something like that. You know, the that was the first thing I thought. You know, like oh well, obviously she was taken out or, or something to that effect. Um, the only thing that makes me think maybe she wasn't is that I had heard that there were like good friends of hers, like in the Netherlands, that had said like she had been you know, like falling into a deeper and deeper depression. I don't know Janet. I, I never spoke with her, so I don't know if she had a history of you know any type of. Sadness or mental illness or anything like that, um, but clearly, if somebody if somebody leaves their dog, I mean, like you know, that's definitely unusual. You know, I mean, like if you're not, if you're going to check out, usually I, I would think that somebody's going to want to make sure that their dog is going to be taken care of. 
When I went looking for pictures of her, the dog was with her at the photo shoot, and I had a crew in England. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, God bless you, Janet, wherever you are. Yeah. Uh, the second photo, I kept trying to move, and it wouldn't let me. It's like the rock stars of ufology. Uh, there's Robert O'Dean, who was always there at the foot of the stage when I won my EBE awards, which are on the bottom of this photo. It was really funny. The photo was like it wouldn't move to its position. So they want to be seen. There's uh, Robert O'Dean. He's passed I, away. I, Wendell I, Stevens. I, I'm sorry. Are you still on that very first picture where you guys are all walking? Oh, I'm on number two. Okay. So for me, uh, number two is is the nodes. I'm looking at it. This oh. is yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so. Well, uh, the nodes are what's most important. Okay. Okay. It's an education, and um, the nodes. Oh, no, no, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The the nodes are actually like the third picture. The first picture is you guys walking. The second picture is uh, sky pie's eye view of uh, one of the crop circles, large in the center, spokes, and then one, two, three, four, five, six uh, on the outside. Then there is another one which is uh, looks like above a farm, two circles, one with larger in the middle, series of concentric. Uh, and then after that, it's the nodes. And then one is that really, uh, awesome one with hexagons and then the triangles around it. And then okay. series of four. And, and then I, it looks like I don't think that, uh, I don't think that that picture that you're referring to was in here. And I put them in the, in the order that was in each of those folders that you had sent. All good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So the next photo is probably the Avebury Stone Circle. Okay. And that is the epicenter of crop circle deliveries. And the crop circle that is in the bottom of it is just one example of, for some reason, and the reasons have been consistently, high 90 percentages of almost all crop circles are located on a ley line and over an aquifer of water. So consistently when I look on a map, they're sitting on a ley line, and England is over an aquifer of water, pretty much, and many other areas where they're discovered. Coincidentally, you'll find that. Um, so, 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 Patty, it, was, it would stand to reason that obviously, if this, if you're looking at a crop circle that somebody had just, you know, done over the course of a couple of nights or something like that, it wouldn't have any of those other physical landmark characteristics that uh, that you would look for otherwise. You, I'd be looking at my hand going, come on, stand up, little hairs. Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm hypersensitive to it, so I can feel it when I walk in. And the people that I was with happened to be the Archdruidess of Stonehenge. She's been known for 20 or so years. But she was also, like, nodding, and then one of my family members. And we were all just like, yeah, you could feel it. Um So very noticeable and William Levengood, the great scientist, said that all the crop circles he had studied, only five of them total, he thought were fake. I've been in more than a 100. I only thought one didn't feel right and was fake. I mean, they were incredible. I, I'm completely convinced that um, now we know so much more than when I was in the crop circles. I mean, it's like now we know that all the hacking and the stuff that I went through – now we call it deep state. It's just got a title, you know, but back then I thought it was those people or icky ooh. And it's this huge hiding advanced technologies. And the advanced technology of crop circles is the fact that the seeds are growing massive amounts of food with far more yield and quality of life. Too hot, too cold, too wet, too dry, 
they stay alive. They get bent over. They grow this way. They stay alive and uh, deliver more food and biofuel. Now let's go on to the one with the nodes because Penny's going to explain the incredible science of how the stalks of wheat, corn, barley, oats can bend over, blow a hole, bent, blown, elongated nodes. Penny's going to explain all that because it's fascinating. Okay. So I'll just say that all plants, especially wheat, um, barley, <clears throat> all of those grains, are they are plants that have a lot of cellulose in them, and cellulose is plastic. And when you have a crop circle, and I have a list here, I made a list. It's like, okay, um, there, the crop circle itself is microwaves. It's a, it's a, a whole bunch of rotating energies that consist of microwaves, electric fields, um, convective that it has convective stability. Those two things, microwaves and electric fields. And that means it's moving. It's convection in motion, but it's stable. It holds a pattern. It holds its space. It holds its boundaries. And then there are um, Earth's electric fields. There are magnetic fields. There are um, thermal gradients, et cetera, et cetera. So we, you have this whole bunch of moving energies moving in a vortex, and and the vortex you know, from top to bottom, has a tremendous amount of voltage that is gathering at the bottom. And when that crop circle starts hitting plants, that electric voltage is kind of like getting electrocuted, and the heat and microwaves impact that plastic. And a plant, when it's growing, it'll grow about six inches, maybe five, maybe eight in some of them. And then it builds a little node. It's like an area of strengthened material because it's going to grow to be two, three feet tall sometimes. And that's pretty tall for something that thin. And so it strengthens itself on its way up and builds these nodes in. But uh, when the plant gets hit by a crop circle with microwave energy a lot, um, it overheats, the plastic melts, the nodes, which are heavy plastic, um, give out, and the whole thing bends over and keeps on growing. It doesn't destroy it. It just keeps on growing. And so what you have um, in every crop circle is a tremendous amount of energy, um, all several kinds of energy, all swirling, and that that energy. To go back to your comment or your question, Zach, about what is it we have to change? What is it we have to understand differently about our world to be able to explain crop circles? It's that all energy is moving in spirals which is a vortex. They might be pointing up, down, sideways, you know, they might be rotating to the left, to the right, up, down. Um, all of that rotation is just a whole bunch of activity and that everything is made of those spirals of energy. The planet herself, 
the people, the plants, the animals, everything is made of those rotating vortices of energy. And when you have that energy coming out of the earth and interacting with the environment in the atmosphere as well, you get all kinds of interactions. And that affects the um, the way that energy behaves and I'll just add a little corollary here that maybe we can talk about later. That um, those spirals, those uh, those are frequencies. Those are consciousness in motion. So that is why consciousness affects the patterns. Consciousness affects what, and I have some photos that I brought tonight that I'll show that that's what's going on. Um, and so what we have is the paradigm shift has to be toward understanding that everything is frequency and frequency is consciousness. And when you change the frequency of your brain, you change the kind of consciousness you can have. The way that you're going to act, react, talk, perceive, um, the feelings that you're going to have, everything is frequency. And there's a spectrum that we cycle through, and that plants have their own cycles, etc. So let's just you know leave it at that. When um, when you have a crop circle and you have tremendous energies in the air that go up to tremendous tremendous temperatures, those thermal gradients can be fifteen to eighteen hundred degrees centigrade in midair with nothing wow. firing them. So it's um it becomes a very interesting paradigm change. Everything so, is energy and and so are we and we are impacting all of what's out there and all of what's out there is impacting us. So yeah, I think I'm sure I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but I mean I I I have to say it again if I did. Uh you know, it it reminds me of the work of Tesla, you know, I mean his talking about, you know, everything being based on energy, frequency and and vibration. And uh and then, you know, a couple of uh scientific experiments, the double slit experiment, that's when photons are passing through a, a slot in a piece of paper and if they have people observing the experiment, then the photons react differently, differently than they do than if nobody's watching. So like they go through and it's perfect. It, it hits the, uh, the back where they're supposed to go through and, and you can observe it and it's exactly what you think it would be. But then nobody's looking and it's completely random and it's as if it only changes its behavior when somebody is present to view it happening, which would indicate some form of understanding or consciousness. I mean, it's so weird to say it, to think that, you know, how could photons, how could light have consciousness? Or how could, you know, the energy coming out of the Earth have consciousness? But, I mean, the phenomena you're describing, I mean, to me, it sounds like obviously there's there's something there. But this goes back to the idea of whatever it is that's happening that we really don't have any concept of. Because I think you say consciousness and people think about, you know, uh, like a, a living being, you know, I mean, like we have consciousness, we're walking around, we can make decisions. Uh, clearly, my dog has consciousness, maybe to a lesser degree, or maybe not. You know, I don't know. They can't talk to me. So I don't really know. But um, oh, yes. 
<laughs> well, no, that's that, that's the thing. I just I I always try to leave it out. Like if there's somebody out there who hasn't fully bought in yet, you know, like yeah. just just think about it. Talk think about, about a dog. It. Yeah, you know, I mean, like I I I honestly believe that my dogs uh they we communicate all the time. It's just in a different yeah. way than you know with words. And uh, you know, and the same with I I know with plants too. You mentioned plants, and uh, there have been plenty of experiments done uh, on the care and feeding of plants. And in the same way that people and animals thrive when you provide them with love and positive attention, they've done the same thing and they figured that plants can do the same thing as well. And even if you if you harm a plant, like it will emit certain I don't even know what they are. I mean it's like it's a frequency or it's basically a scream I had read that like if you like chop a piece of a plant off, I mean it's gonna react and uh you know and that seems totally counter counterintuitive because a plant's not a person. How is a plant going to have consciousness? But I suppose that it depends on exactly what the definition of consciousness is. So let's talk about that. Um, because I mean, whatever this is that's creating the crop circles themselves, um, you know, do you think we can ascribe some deliberateness to it? I mean, is there like uh, a, a specificity? It's not just a random thing that's happening. And, it, you know, and, and I say that, but I mean, I look at what's being produced out there. And of course, it can't be random. You know, I mean, like, there's no way something like that, something that intricate is just going to be produced spontaneously without any intention behind it. Okay. Well, the the if you go back to the double slit experiment, yeah. okay, you're observing that. What's actually going on in that observation? There are blue rays. There are rays of light that come out of the eyes at the same time that light is coming in and it's coming in and it, it um, your brain actually gets programmed by the things you see and get introduced to. Um, you have sound banks, you have image banks, you have um, sensory motor, um, the parietal lobe ha- handles all your sequences of things, sequences of information that are related to one another in the brain. So you got information in the form of frequencies coming in. That is what your brain is actually picking up. And, and there's a whole, I teach a whole class on that, but, um, I won't go into the detail. I'm just going to say, at the same time, there is a ray or there are rays coming out of your, of your eyes. And when you're observing and you're watching that double slit thing happen, whatever's going on in your consciousness, which is much more complex than what we think it is, that's going to impact those electrons and, you know, where they go and that whole slit and everything else. Um, and that is really, it's not difficult to get your mind around when you think of it that way. What's hard for most people is to understand that we are much more complex, much more technological than what most people think. Certainly. And that's where the, it's like, oh, okay, what? And the other thing I would say is that there's consciousness. And when, it, and so you don't get conscious with one frequency. You get a whole bunch of, of frequencies together as a human, and now you have human consciousness. There's bird consciousness. There's planet consciousness. Um, there's plant. There's animal. There's, a, you know, there's rock. 
Um, everything has some form of consciousness and it communicates in accordance with whatever pattern of frequencies form that substance, whatever it is, whether it's people, plant, animal, rock, or water, or something else. So the different kinds of consciousness depend on the arrangement of your frequencies, and the crop circles really are showing us that in many, many ways, um, these different arrangements of frequencies are a bunch of interactions between the planet consciousness and the atmospheric consciousness and there's a lot of research that needs to be done there's a lot of study that should be followed up on we did some of it um learned a lot about consciousness you know have a long way to go to really be able to use it as the power that it is so i I think that's the rub right there because you know i've always thought you like you know truly at the heart of it there is, there are, there, I mean, talk about complicated. There are so many different things happening inside of us, like physically, mentally, spiritually, electrically, you know, so many different ways that we are interacting with the world. And I think just by the very nature of that, it implies uh, a power that humanity has, like individually, like we perhaps are, you know, we have the the capacity to do much greater things than what we're led to believe. And yeah. and and if we understand and can fully harness that, that might make us dangerous on one or more levels to people who would otherwise want us to believe that we're just, you know, bags of meat walking around from wow. meal to meal, you know. I have to say, we are dangerous. Uh, yeah, Look at yeah. the mess we've made. Yeah, it's yeah. it's awesome crap out there. When you get people in power who understand how to use consciousness, and they have other tools besides just their consciousness, then you have a problem. Mm-hmm. And we have a problem. So <laughs> I, I'd, I'd certainly say so. Um, real quick, i got to say thank you to uh, to Fredo. Who earlier in the show when we were talking? Oh, where'd the chameleon thing go? Hold on, hold on. I think I copied it. And uh, okay, I don't know where it went. He said something about me being a, chame- a chameleon because I'm changing my skin color. But uh, Fredo, I'm sorry, I lost it, man. There was something wrong with the uh, the Rumble Rant pop out with uh, Chrome. But you know, I appreciate it. I just want you to know that. Okay. Well, I want to relate to your Tesla comment because he was absolutely brilliant. And guess what? I didn't know this until I heard somebody explain it today, that his towers he placed on a ley line crossing over an aquifer. Oh, wow, (laughs) crop circles. Oh, wow, pyramids. What a coincidence. Sacred sites. People being drawn to it. Spiritual people coming together at these places, adding to the frequency, raising the vibration of the tower, of the crop circle, of the pyramids for thousands of years or hundreds of years, Tesla. <laughs> but what we have is human consciousness raising the frequency of sacred sites. And then they hold these energies until they no longer do. So crop circles are in my opinion, the earth herself communicating with us. Hmm. Like okay. I said, in a language we all understand in every country, on any planetary system looking at us, oh, it's a hummingbird. Oh, 
It's an octopus and a circle of trout or fish. I mean, visibly, we can see pictograms and go, obviously, that is something. But then we get more complicated with codes and sacred geometries. And those are impressive because they're massive. But what I found after experimenting with printing up a lot of the sacred geometry mandalas was I'd stick a pin in the middle and spin it, and all of a sudden it changed form. <laughs> so all these mandala crop circles, which means um, like a mirror image that way and a mirror image across from itself, but when I spun 60 of them I showed in a, on, in my presentations. It was just like, oh my God, what is that propulsion? You wonder, propulsion of what? Or is it a lighting schematic of what? But take, print a bunch of crop circles and spin them or watch my movies. <laughs> uh, cause I spun a lot of them and, uh, took a lot of time doing it right. But my God, the information is massive. These are not fake. And the the expense that they've gone to to um, pretend the Bidens are good. I mean, crop circles are fake. Um, <laughs> it's all the same deal. It's like the effort that it takes to lie. My God, the work it must take to remember the lie. And God, what did we say? Whereas the other way to say it is, well, Nazca line Thunderbird. Oh, no, that's a crop circle. Same image. What does it say? Sacred Native American, blah, blah. The brain, the mind goes into a higher frequency with most of the crop circle images because they come to us as gifts of information from the earth herself, wanting all of us to have more wisdom. And um, I listened to Penny do an interview today with me, and it was nice sitting here just at my computer going, oh, God, she's brilliant. But it was interesting because she was describing. And when I'm in a show, I'm so in the moment that I don't totally hear everything like I did. And she mentioned that, um, I don't know, National uh, Geographic. So somebody came to do an interview, some big thing, and uh, they they interviewed them for hours, her and William Levengood. And that's a lot of work, you know, to do that. And they, they used a total of three minutes, I heard you say. And I... Um, gave ancient a the time of day when i knew that they had millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as cbd this new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body if you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment please visit www.naturalhempoil.com that's www.naturalhempoil.com cbd is now legal in over 40 states and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3 percent thc levels we also offer products for household pets naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer ptsd epilepsy anxiety insomnia joint pain eczema or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with please consult with a doctor before you take cbd results may vary so give our natural cbd a try at www.naturalhempoil.com that's www.naturalhempoil.com
Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Best performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Come and filmed. A group, they hired a group of people to come build a fake crop circle for their cameras in May. Like, why would they do that? But I had called the research center saying, hey, what's up? He said, can't talk. I got these people coming. And I was like, in May, there's no circles yet. He goes, yeah, they had me hire some group. So, I mean, the groups over there, there's Team Satan. And then there's another group. I don't know what they're called, but nice guys, not. And so they're out. For, Satan, you good know, dudes. <laughs> AA and, and BBC, you know, to say, hey, crop circles are fake. And then they get all the PR. And meanwhile, lefties like, boosh, you know, they hit all of his incredible documents and his incredible peer-reviewed, oh, wait, the peer hid in a corner and they put his stuff in. I mean, it is so insane. But now we realize how much things have been put away and hidden. Um, I listen to a lot of the whistleblowers today and my heart goes out to you. You guys have a fraction, but I tolerated. I was blowing it 10, 15 years ago. It's painful. It's one of the worst things you can choose to do is tell the truth in times of universal deceit. But meeting Penny, it was like, we can't help it. Here's my piece. Here's yours. Holy crap. I mean, so what's nice is to realize that they're scientifically explainable, that they're magnetically provable, and that when you recreate the science, which they did in the lab, let's go to the next group of photos because there's some important photos that I definitely want to get to. Okay. Uh, Um so let's I, start with the first one. I mean, do you see the little simple crop circle? Hold on just a sec. Uh, we've got 
Okay. So, well, first of all, after the, um, after the, the, the nodes is one of those mandala crop circles that you were talking about. That's the one with okay. the hexagons and then the, the yes. pyramids all around it. So that's called Sugar Hill. It was where I lay down and I, uh, in 2008 fell asleep, woke up, saw things in the sky I'd never seen before. And next thing I know, I started making movies. And uh, by the end, I started editing. Don't ask me how. I still couldn't tell you what any of the parts of that huge camera are. But um, I held it on a dolly, you know, <laughs> in its professional backpack camera bag. I couldn't carry the dang thing in the tripod. So I like, you know, it was pretty funny. But, man, <laughs> I somehow filmed all those movies. And it was after an experience in that flawless crop circle on sugar hill let's go to the next photo because i kind of want to blow through them they're just so next, beautiful ne- next one is uh, a series of four uh we've got the uh the 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 cube cross cube on the bottom uh there's a hexagon one on the bottom left one at the top which is almost looks like a flower almost and then a uh, triangle so the reason you have those four put them full screen because the more you stare they are 3D design. Like, how do you do that from inside the earth? Or, you know, a lot of people want to say, well, if it's not the guys with boards and ropes, then it's the military with lasers, you know. But these formations, when you fly over, which I did in a little microlight plane, and the pilot says, door on or door off? I thought they were kidding. <laughs> but when I'm filming, they don't give you a door on your side at 2,000 feet. So where's the rest of the seatbelt? Where's the halter? Oh, it's just like a little man's belt. Nice. But here I am. So I made it. But, <laughs> whew, I, you know, I look back and I'm like I was out of my mind. Those four right oh, there. I can see seatbelt. I can see you laying in that one over there, I think. <laughs> is, really? that, is that you in the, in the, the, the cross cube? It looks like right in the center I see a, a red Probably. red shirt, white <laughs> pants. <laughs> Could have been me, right? Yes. Oh, my God. But, you know, when you can make them three-dimensional, when the eye actually sees it lift off the paper, to me, the mandalas are great. Spin them. Wow. The 3D, to look at it, it's like, my God, the relief is incredible. Mm-hmm. Now let's go to the very last one in that group, which, in my opinion, I hope it'll open the most impressive centerpiece I've ever seen. Is it a brown, golden, all woven wheat? Yes, yes, that's what it is. That is in a miracle in my opinion. It was an Avery Manor. There were 64 different centerpieces, each one different. Now, when the wheat is green, it's supple and fresh. And when it's kind of greenish brown, it's still very bendable. But when it's tan, it is dry and brittle. So when you see a centerpiece like that, no human could make it. Unless it's like rainy, rainy, rainy days in a row and you can bend everything. But to me, that's a miracle. Absolute miracle. Yeah. Yeah. I would think if you were, I mean, I guess, you know, when I've touched dry wheat like that you're, you're twisting it it's just going to kind of break up on you that's right. right so the blown nodes that are bent or the bent nodes that are bent or bent and stretch which is called elongated is a real crop circle so when you walk into a crop circle if there's guys or girls with boards and ropes then every three feet they tamp the board down and it breaks a line of wheat 
and then they pull the board up, they move forward, and they tamp the thing down, and they stomp on it. So every three feet, you're going to see a bunch of broken wheat. How do you tell a crop circle's real? You walk in, all of us are like immediately down on our knees. We're like digging, you know, to see where they bend. Are they blown? Mm-hmm. Are they bubbled? Are they elongated? Real crop circle. Oh, buzz, <laughs> hairs, real crop circle. You can feel it if you're sensitive, but you can see it if you look. Pretty impressive. Very cool. Very, very cool. Um, real quick over on Rumble, uh, Fredo said, I was just saying that you were pasty and white in the Midwest and now you're bronze. So you were lying about your chameleon status. <laughs> also, our ley lines, women in single file at Hunter's home need clarification. No, these would be energetic ley lines, but that's a good one. Um, Boozer20 says, I enjoy listening to these ladies. I'm cooking while watching, so I'll have to watch again later. But I'm curious, what do they think about the Mandela effect with their approach to things? Any commentary on the Mandela effect? Absolutely. Okay. So we are moving into a higher set of frequencies. It's, you know, it's been talked about for years, decades now. We have, we're seeing signs of it. When you have two, um, they're called timelines. You know, when you have two mm-hmm. timelines that are examples of what could be given a certain set of people. There's usually more than two, okay? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of possibilities. But you have these two timelines, and they're moving forward. At some point, they diverge and, and move away from one another. The activities, the events... The um, symbols and the way those people use energy, all of that is almost the same on both timelines, but the the timing will be different. And things may not happen exactly the same. So you end up with something happening on one timeline, it doesn't happen on the other. And I just did a a thing that um that talked about this it was uh there was a woman who was driving in a car with her partner and a stone hit the window of their car and cracked it so there's this crack and a little you know divot in the windshield and they're like oh brother now we got to get that fixed and and blah 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 and a few days later maybe a week or so they get back in the car for some other thing that they're going to go to and there's no crack in the windshield mm. and they're like okay well, what what happened here there are a whole bunch of things that have happened um i just reviewed a book and i can't think of the name of it otherwise i would share it because it was really good um but it was about the mandela effect and it was written by a physicist and the Bottom line is the same. We're moving on to a different timeline. And when we do that, we have an opportunity to raise our consciousness to a whole new frequency range. And that makes all new things possible, a whole new set of physics. Um, and you move away from the crap that's happening on the other one. Um, and that's, I think that's what's happening right now. I'm not the only one who thinks that. We are watching, studying, but it's known as the Mandela effect. Like, you know, I remember hearing that Nelson Mandela was dead. And then all of a sudden he was getting out of jail. And I was like, I thought he was dead. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, um, and that's where it got started. Why wasn't Mandela dead when we had been told he was? Okay, maybe it's, we heard some propaganda. So you write it off. Mm-hmm. Then there's the whole thing about um, the Berenstein Bears, that whole story. There's another whole thing with Kraft Foods and Jiffy Peanut Butter. Fruit of the Loom. If, yeah, exactly. <laughs> was it there a cornucopia bass, you know, thing in that advertisement? I, I know there was. I know there was. There was. <laughs> oh, did they just change their, simplify their logo? There's all kinds of explanations for that. But what you have in some cases, like the broken windshield, there's not really an explanation unless you say, Okay, we are moving into a different set of frequencies, and and that's going to give us an opportunity to change our consciousness, to change the direction that we're going, to unfold in a whole new manner, and to access higher frequencies. The higher your frequency is, the more powerful it becomes. And once you learn how to focus that, and feel that all the way through, you have some power. So we have all kinds of opportunities that are coming at us, and we're watching the old world come apart, and I think we're moving apart as well. Um, and the people that have the consciousness that says, I'm going over here with these guys, um, they're going to experience a whole different future. The ones over here are going to... I'm not sure what's going to happen with them, and and I don't really want to stay to find out. No. No. Um, also, let me say thank you on uh, pilled.net to Woken Walked, who says, great topic, Zach. I'm looking forward to this discussion. God bless, and God bless the whole Foxhole fam. God bless all of you. Appreciate you guys. Zeta Anon says, threes, sixes, and nines, the keys to the universe. Uh, and then also says, though this must have been in response to something specific, I don't know what, but says, yes, agreed, uh, but some are beyond us. I don't know if you're maybe talking about the explanations for things that we haven't figured out yet. And and then Zeta Anand says, very impressive in regards to your explanation about the uh, Mandela effect. So, you know, the Mandela effect is obviously one of those ones that um, is just so wild. It's difficult for people to grasp it if you've never experienced it specifically. And, of course, some people are just so literally minded. You know, they, they look at, at uh, you know, a top ten article about the, uh, you know, the greatest Mandela effect things. But then at the, you know, it's always, well, guess what? Fruit of the Loom never had a cornucopia. It was always the Berenstain Bears. The sky was never blue and the sky and the sun was never yellow that's that's kind of a newer one that they've tried to pass off in the last couple of years but i remember before president trump came into office i saw this article and it was like do you remember the sky being blue well it was never blue you never actually saw a blue sky it's just you saw people like coloring skies as blue and so that's why you thought it was blue so guess what it was never blue it was always just kind of this hazy grayish whitish color and then recently i saw that they were like well the sun was never yellow it was always just white you know you've never seen a yellow sun and i'm like bullshit okay like you know i mean like the, the other thing is after president trump came into office and i think that there was a reduction in spraying the blue skies came back i definitely have seen blue skies i see it all the time down here in florida 
Pretty amazing stuff. And and certainly, you know, depending on the, the, the time of day, the color of the sun is going to change just a little bit. But I mean, you know, I mean, at some points at its brightest, you know, it's going to be white when it's a little bit earlier, when it's a little bit later, it's going to be yellow and then orange and then red. You just have a whole spectrum of, of beauty. But they would rather that you believe whatever it is they're telling you, whatever bullshit they're feeding you today. That's the official story. And you better get behind it. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. No, no. Oh, thank you. Uh, well, let's go deeper into the crop circle science because um, uh, these next two photos in the second group, the me, first one is just a very simple looking crop circle. Hang on. Let me pull those up. Uh, okay. So next, yes, this is the um, uh, large circle in the center with six spokes, smaller circles, and then a couple of small circles beyond that. Yes. So it looks like a big nothing burger, but it's the Oliver's Castle footage from 19, uh, formation from 1996, which means that it was in a field on a farm called Oliver's Castle was the name of the hill, and it was found in a farm field. No big deal other than the fact that John Wabey, this guy that was a crappie back then, comes running into the barge in one day, bumped into all these guys and said, I just filmed two balls of light creating a crop circle. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, BS. So he pulls out. Have another pint, Johnny. (laughs) Right? He hadn't had a pint yet. He'd been in the formation filming. And he was really lucky because he was the first one that delivered footage of two balls of light creating a crop circle in seconds. And um, I've seen that footage. It's 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 compelling as all get out. Yeah. It ends this movie, my first movie. And so I'm sitting there with my editor, and uh, they had given me permission to use that footage. So I stuck it in the end of the film, and we had worked months on editing, and um, I was brand new at it. But, wow, it was so amazing to make a movie about something this um, real and marvelous. And so um, I ended the movie with, you know, the crop circle lays down in seconds, two balls of light slowly go over the field, boom, you can see the whole dang deal. And most of the people paid informants said, um, oh, it's fake, go back to sleep. And then there's a few of us going, wait, what? You know, and so we're studying it. But I wasn't a researcher. Instead, I was a filmmaker. And um, so we're heading out to the deck, and I turned over and I said, uh, looked over my shoulder, and I said to the editor, oh, turn off the monitor. Let's let everything cool down. Let's take a breath. And he goes, monitor's off. And I said, well, there's a big, big blue orb on the monitor. And he comes back in, and there's this big blue orb with all this dimension inside and pattern and I was like, I don't even recognize that from the movie. And it's so weird, but I recognize orbs kind of like faces. And uh, I was like, wow. So he goes behind the gear and he goes, Patty, the computer's unplugged from the wall. (laughs) Monitor's unplugged. And we just looked at each other and the hairs went up on my arm. Hairs went up on the back of my neck. I got tingles head to toe. And I didn't want to creep him out, but I said, they're in the room. (laughs) Turn the gear back on. He goes, who's in the room? And I said, doesn't matter. Turn the gear back on. So he turned the gear back on, and I said, show me that footage again at the end of the movie. So we look, uh, boom, thing goes down seconds. And I said, show it to me backwards. And he said, why? And I said, I don't know, just do it. So he says, okay. So he does it in reverse, and I said, slow it down. He said, how slow? And I said, I don't know, 30%. 
totally like slapped me in the face. Like, I'm not sure why I said that, but stop. And all of a sudden we stopped and look at the next photo. The next photo is two balls of light communicating in that footage, reversed and slowed down 30%. And I yelled, I don't know what I'm looking at. Oh, my God. Those are two balls of light communicating right before the field went down. And um, so I ended my movie describing that. And I said, I didn't mean to find it, but I did. And, oh, my God, it's real. And so, of course, all the paid informants said, oh, Patty. Ha, bah humbug. And then the other paid informants went, oh, I'm an expert and I'm a pro and look at my face and, you know, big everything. And so I just looked at all of them like, okay, fine. And finally I meet Penny Kelly and I showed her 9 by 11 glossy of this image. And she and I had just met and I knew who she was. Uh, and I said, what are we looking at? And she looked right at it and she goes, wow, great photo of two balls of plasma communicating in binary code. And I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and so we made my final film together and we, we just nailed everything. And I mean, so many crop circles, so many crop circles are so real, tell such a real story. But this find of the communication in a binary code through this um, message from who knows where, but it was like that little voice in the back of the head of William Levengood when he discovered that the seeds were making massive improvements. Let's go to the next photo, which is Penny in William Levengood's lab. I don't know if you remember this photo, Penny, with a big orb above your head. Okay. No. <laughs> uh, I, there we go. No, there's really, there's really too many. So, uh, a year after William Levengood died, he introduced me and Penny Kelly. Now, that's a weird sentence, but he did. (laughs) (laughs) And Penny used to say, after he died, he made so much noise in the back room, I'd have to go back there and yell, Lefty, quit it! (laughs) Right? Yeah, he did. He was rattling the pots and pans in the cupboard over and over trying to get my attention. And he, I knew he wanted to communicate that everything that I had, you know, talked about with him, everything we had discussed about the next life was true. And, but I was really in such a state of grief. Sure. <laughs> Poor man. Um, because I had lost my mother, my favorite sister. And my my compatriot, Dr. Levengood, all within a few months of each other. And I was just I was crying all the time. So and he, I think, was trying to get me out of that. And I yelled at him. I felt bad <laughs> later. But and then he threw me at you. <laughs> so how did that work? How did that work? <laughs> oh, that was so amazing. Uh, some lady approached me uh, when I was a speaker at a gig and she said, I've got a gig in uh, Michigan on a lake and a bunch of uh, psychics are coming and they're going to have healing tents. And uh, she said, I'll pay you really well. I said, how well? Because, <laughs> you know, a little event, it wasn't a big UFO event, you know, speakers that I look forward to meeting. And uh, she made a great offer. And so I went and uh, this gentleman made an, an, a kind offer to take me to meet somebody that I needed to meet. And I was like, yeah, I just met you. I don't think so. Thank you, though. (laughs) And the next night, 
he said the same thing, and there were people around him. I said, who knows this guy? And so he took me to Penny's house. I didn't know who she was. We sat around a table eating cherries, talking about all kinds of woo-woo, spiritual, advanced stuff, not crop circles. It's 2 in the morning now. I'm speaking in the morning. I said, you got to take me back to the gig. I'm sorry. Penny, nice to meet you, but here's one of my movies. So I handed her, like, one of my early films, you know, and she goes, oh, let me give you one of my books. And she hands me a book that's by Penny Kelly and Dr. Le- William Levengood. And I was like, wait, what? And then and I through the pages and I see nodes of crop circles and I look at her like, who the hell are you? Wait, we've been here four hours. Wait, what is this? And so it turns out she was the secret partner of Dr. William Levengood for the last 16 years of his life. Wow. And I'm just like, Oh great. It's two in the morning. That's not fair. (laughs) But I have to go back to the hotel. So he drives me back and I said, Penny, I really want to come meet you again. I mean, I I need to talk with you. This is crazy. And she said, well, Lefty's Wake is in uh, a month. Will you come back? So I said, yes. And she said, stay with me. You can stay here for three days. You know, we'll have a weekend. I stayed three weeks, made a movie. Hmm. She blew my mind. She hurt my brain. She blew it up. And uh, we made Crop Circle Diaries, which, in my opinion, could change the story of Crop Circle Wisdom if uh, it could get out. And what was interesting was I was trying to send you a link, Zach, mm. so that you could put just a short clip of one of my films. All of them, I couldn't get the sound. I had to restart my computer. I didn't even go back into YouTube. I'm like, seriously, now they strip the sound out of all of them. I don't know. I don't know. But it was just like, I, I don't even want to know. You guys, your parents must be ashamed. Anyway, <laughs> let's go on to the next photo. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that will be your film, Crop Circle Diaries? Yeah, the film. Okay. And uh, we can go quickly past that because I did show you the cover. But it won Best Film uh, and the People's Choice Award at the International UFO <clears throat> Congress Convention, which was like made me cry because it was like such a gift. But I had three distributors from hell. Like, they all did everything they could to hide my films and be rude. It was absolutely terrible once it got terrible. But I went in crop circles, so I win. (laughs) Okay, next photo is William Levengood. Most important of all is the next two photos. The master himself and Penny, because she knew him personally. And the next image is his magic machine. Penny, you can describe the next two photos. It's uh, Mr. Levengood in the lab. Okay. Um, so one of the things that happened, the um, which I, let's see, how much detail? I don't want to give too much detail because people's eyes end up going like this. But um, he was experimenting with um, hitting seeds with electromagnetic properties, just okay. ordinary seeds, because he was a biophysicist, and he was working with seedsmen all around the Midwest, Ohio, Indiana, Michigan, Nebraska, just all kinds of places. Anyway, he he decided to get some seeds and put them in this machine called the Widmanstatten machine and hit them with um, ion electron avalanches, which is a big, you know, it's a big burst of energy. And he did that, and then he put the seeds in the germination chamber, and nothing happened. And he was like, well, I expected that. 
So he did, um, you know, put him on the corner of the bench in the lab. And uh, I don't know, like two months later or so, six weeks, whatever it was, um, he was cleaning the lab and he was going to throw those seeds out in a slow voice, said, don't throw those away. Don't throw those away. And he said he made several moves toward the wastebasket. And that voice was persistent. And he had learned over many years of science work that that little voice was really important. And so he said, nah, I'll put him in the germination chamber. He did. And they were germinated and growing like gangbusters in less than two days. Mm. And he was really quite... Um, quite shocked and after some further research discovered that um, you know the whole thing around seeds when you hit a small seed which is a small living system with energy it then reorganizes its entire frequency set which changes its entire chemical structure because chemistry follows frequency it is dependent on the arrangement of the frequencies and after he said generally for most seeds um four to six weeks and that seed is able to outgrow out germinate um outsmart any kind of bacteria or virus it can handle cold it can handle wet it can handle dry um can handle hot and um, produces tremendously. And I do have some photos that I'll share um, if we have time. Sure. Of some of the things that we, some of the effects. He's, he, so once he discovered the, this whole thing about the seeds, he said um, he was already doing research into crop circles. And at that point, it was like, OMG, it's, you know, those seeds that I'm getting from crop circles that look like they're absolutely useless, like no seedsman would even touch them. What will happen if I put those in the germination chamber? And so he um, took the next batch of seeds that came in all shriveled and looking terrible, put them in the chamber, and voila. And from there it became a very... Um, the controlled scientific approach to what happens when I do this, what happens when I do that. Um, and, and what he discovered was that it was such a boost to seeds and their ability to produce and their ability to work in whatever soil and atmospheric environment they were in. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill which may never exist. But believe it or not, I may have found the next best thing. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviewers can't be wrong. Simply place your order now to get 51% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com. www.trimwithus.com. Order now. That it it was astounding. You so know, we got way more fruit and vegetables. So once <clears throat> once the seeds have been treated, either you know manually by Dr. Levengood or uh, in a crop circle, 
Uh, do those effects get passed down to the next generation of seeds that are going to come from that enhanced fruit or vegetable or whatever it is? Yes. Yes. Okay. Wow. <clears throat> That's very yeah, cool. Look at the next photo. It's the machine. Yes. I've actually got that one on screen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Well, <clears throat> the next image after that is the improvement of crop. Look at the next one. Oh, yeah. Penny zucchinis in two baskets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yes, yeah. it looks like it double double the yield on the on the left hand yeah. side. Yeah. That's true. Um, yeah. I did a lot of the testing here. <sighs> grew out some things um and it was we had bean plants whose leaves were so big that my hand the span of my hand could not reach across that leaf it was wow. like eight nine ten inches wide and the bean plants the bean plants put out so many beans that the plant fell over and broke it was like okay this needs some support so, um, yeah, we had a lot of you know, crop increases. The taste was amazing. Hmm. It was beautiful. Um, and the look, uh, a lot of stuff gets sold now on how it looks, mm-hmm. not whether there's any nutrition in it, right? not whether there's any taste, not whether it holds up without refrigeration. And that really, um, that effect is tremendous through so many different aspects of food and growing food and saving food, preserving food, you know, collecting seeds from that food and so on and so on. Very cool. Uh, real quick, Freight Awakening says, uh, even if 90% of the crop circles are fake, there are 10% that I say Lucy has some splaining to do. Uh, other, another Mandela effect, they say Ricky never said that, only splain that if you can, Lucy, splain. What? Are you sure? I, I, I had no idea that they tried to rewrite history on that one. And then Boozer20 says, um, I think I could ask these ladies questions until dawn, but the last one for me tonight, have they felt negative energy from a crop circle or the orbs? Or, okay, one time you did. Okay, and I think that I, we, we need to hear about that on the other side of the mid-break. And then um, I would like to ask a question that's a follow-up to what we were talking about at the end of the show last time. So sit tight, everybody, and we're going to be right back after this. So recently, I've told you guys about a breakthrough new anti-aging remedy that I've been using that keeps me energized all day long. I just take a teaspoonful of C60 Evo olive oil in the morning, and I notice better mental focus, flexibility, and physical endurance. Now, it's rare to feel improvements this quickly. I also end up sleeping deeper at night, so it's really helpful. Their peptide and ESS60 hair and lotion renewal formulas are exceptional because they really work. And C60 Evo's lab has been manufactured Manufacturing this Nobel Prize winning miracle molecule for 32 years in their Houston, Texas Patriot owned lab. ESS 60 is the upgraded version of the carbon 60 molecule. It's specifically made for both people and pets. It's a potent and effective way for people's lives to be improved all around the world. So maximize your health and enjoy noticeable results with C60 Evo organic edible oils, skin serums, and pet products. You can buy with confidence from C60 Evo, and you can use my personal code for a discount at checkout. Simply go to c60evo.com forward slash redpill78, and then when you're there, use code redpill78 for an additional 10% off your entire order. Once again, that's c60evo.com forward slash redpill78, and when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. 
Okay, we are back. Thank you very much. We're having a conversation offline. We'll continue that on the other side, ladies. But um, so, yes, uh, Patty, negative experience. Uh, obviously, positive and negative uh, exists for a reason. I mean, there is a balance in the force, uh, Penny, you might say. <laughs> it has to be a balance in the force. But what was your negative experience and how did that manifest? You know, I went in so many and um by the end of the day i was beyond exhausted cuz you got to hike down hills into farm fields um and, and sometimes it's just a complete uh, scavenger hunt treasure hunt but then you find the treasure every time because they're located by the pilots at 5 a.m. they report to the research center we get there for coffee and cakes i'm there early crack of dawn and then we go you know and try and find them in the fields before everybody else gets in them because then they get messy with the wheat. We want to get there first so we can get really good specimens and a good silent visit. So um, at the end of um, a day, you know, you've gone in, if you're lucky, two or three crop circles. But when somebody says, oh, there's a new one over at Golden Bull Hill, it's like, oh, God, I can't move, but I'll go. Let's go. So, you know, you hop in your rental car. For me, it's like, okay, I'm on the wrong side of the car, driving on the wrong side of the road. There's roundabouts, but I'm going to do this. You know, you're just exhausted. Um, so I went to this one. I think it was in uh, Alton Barnes. And... um I walked in and it was very strange. I just got sick to my stomach and I thought, huh. And I stepped out of it, went over there, like out of the formation, out of the field even, because I can feel it about 10 feet out. I didn't feel anything because it wasn't a real crop circle. But then I went in, it was like, ugh, I don't feel good. And I didn't push myself, I just left. Okay. I had my own car, I traveled alone that year, so I just left. But it was like, that was strange. But then there was a day when all of us were called to the um, the Alton Barnes Center and they wanted to do like a lecture for all of us. And somebody stayed back at this formation on 8808, I remember. And uh, they, they came and they came running in and they started yelling and they said, stop the meeting. There's a helicopter dumping pink powder in the formation. And that was a bad sign mm. of... Perhaps a um, bad-intentioned uh, group of people wanting people to be sick. Sure, that, right. If there's some kind of poison or something, you, and then you have people showing up to take a look, and then they're like, ugh, what is this? Maybe. Wow. Yeah. And I used to grab um, three. I, I used to carry this little plastic box and little scissors, and I would cut three heads from every crop circle I went in because I just loved bringing them back to see the bend of the um there's some nice bent nodes right there mm -hmm. and um you know i just like to bring them home and one summer i used a strawberry um thing i ate all the strawberries those plastic things with the holes in the bottom yep. and i washed it out and then i started putting my little things in there <clears throat> but i went to glastonbury for a few days came back and i grabbed it in the top of the closet and it had filled with a pink foam, it looked like, uh, what's that candy? Cotton candy. Ooh. It was so disgusting. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, God, look at the mold on this. Yeah. And then I went, oh, great. Every crop circle I go and I sit in the center, I go, oh, it's so sweet. It's so sweet. That was the last time I did that, I can tell you. So I had to throw those away. But, you know, there's this human element of um, people that don't deserve to be in the crop circles.
There we go. Um, real quick, Tipster says, I think one image looks like what I've done when I'm frustrated with a Rubik's Cube. Yeah, you could uh, you could say that. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so... On that, let me just comment yeah. on that. Um, are you aware, Patty, that when you have a massive change of frequency in the body, either for good or for ill, you will have a detox effect. And those effects are diarrhea, nausea, severe fatigue, all of a sudden, um, just sometimes that is, I have thought that there were other effects happening to the bodies that were beneficial, but if they happen too quickly, Mm. you're going to have a detox effect. And one of the um, groups of women that went into a crop circle, um, and I don't know if I mentioned this last time, They were all in their 70s, and within, like, 24 hours, all three, there were three of them, started having periods again. Oh, wow. And they, and we we ended up talking to them. They were in California. They were from California. And their husbands said that they um, all of a sudden were very interested in sex again. <laughs> And that they were wearing out the poor men. And we just got the biggest <laughs> laugh out of that. But um, it was an effect. It was a youthening effect at, you know, in all three of them. <laughs> yeah. so. Not working tonight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there it goes. Oh, there it goes. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> yeah. So be aware that it might not have been really a bad effect, although anybody dumping pinks, whatever, yeah. you know, in a crop circle is not helping the situation at all. So. Um, well, that was intentional. Yeah. And, um, you know, now we know better that that was the beginning of the end of freedom of crop circles. Yeah. yeah. So, Penny, you had photos. Um, we'll leave my last few um, because they're. I, I just want her to have time to get to her science. It's okay. Really okay. Important. So, my the the photos that I have. If you go to uh, number one, Zach. It shows the difference between what happens to plants when they have been treated with this energy. We call it crop circle energy. Um, we had a number of different things, names that we gave it. Um, we ended up calling it quip. I don't know. Lefty came up with that. Um, but that, those, those corn seedlings show you the difference between what is happening um, in the plant, when they are treated with that that kind of energy. Okay, okay, I've I've got it. So yes, and let me just make this much larger for everyone at home. Okay, <clears throat> so yeah, the plants on the left, untreated, just growing naturally. Plants on the right, treated in some fashion related to crop circle energy. Obviously, they're. I mean, it's not only like they're double the size, but they're double the volume. It looks like. Yeah, it's amazing. It's truly amazing. So if you go to picture number two, um, it's a it's an example of uh, bovine energies. Now we're this not necessarily crop circle stuff, but those same energies are what I think are being used mm-hmm. in a fashion, 
And I, I just threw that in to show what does a bovine excision look like. Mm-hmm. People say, oh, that's coyotes or tigers. Oh, yeah, it's not a coyote. Yeah. No. This is, not. So this is like what's colloquially known as cattle mutilation, correct? Yeah. 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 Yeah, Lefty always loved animals, and so he refused to call it cattle mutilation. He called it bovine excisions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was trying to give some dignity to the cow. Yeah. Um, so that's just a little example of the way that these energies that are very hidden and very secret are being used. Okay. okay. Um, the next one is tree rings, and this actually... Um, came from a site where Walt, where Travis Walton oh. uh, was um, kidnapped or was yeah. picked up, taken away. Um, we went back. We had somebody go back, I think, at like 11 or 10 years later, something like that. And if you make the picture big enough, you can see that trees <clears throat> lay down these rings. Yep. And the rings are very, very close together. This is kind of the high desert. And so the rings are close together because the trees don't grow very much. There isn't water. Mm-hmm. Then you can see um, in the wood samples, um, the three on the on the right, kind of the top right. Yeah. The the rings are are way far apart. They're like half an inch. In yeah. Some, like they had a growth them. spurt or something. Yeah. And that they continued to do that eleven years later. Wow. So, um, oh, so yeah, those- you, can, you can see when it's when it's much younger, it's very, very tight, just like yep. all of the other ones. And then all of a sudden, boom, boom. spreads yeah. out. OK, um, so the next one is Urander. We were talking about Urander um, and the is that the next one? Yeah, three, four. Oh, I'm missing one. Hang on a second. This next one is an ice circle. Oh, yes. So that was taken, that's a photo of a crop circle in a lake just south of where Lefty was living. Okay. Michigan. So, you know, don't tell me that crop circles are fake because you don't fake a crop circle in water. And we took some of that water and he used that water to um, soak seeds in and then put the seeds in the germination chamber and they did the same thing as the corn that we were showing that very first picture yeah massive, yeah massive increases in growth and energy root mass ability to survive all kinds of conditions wow so um so what's your next one the next one is the the person on the bed or where they were laying on the bed so it looks yeah. like the, the bed melted in the shape of a human Right. Okay. So, oh, I see. This thing printed out of order. Okay. So the, um, this is an example of these energies, these same frequency type energies being used in such a way that when you put a couple of energies together, they produce a binaural energy. Mm-hmm. It's a binaural beat. Yep. Yep. Uh, and that is what ETs, Urander was asked, to come on board a ship for three weeks, and he was told, tell your family, tell your friends, you're not dead, you haven't disappeared, you are going visiting, and we would like to teach you something about what's coming in your world, and you then tell people so they can prepare. And so he announced it, and they said, we will send little 
you know, we'll send a signal. We're going to drop some stones on the roof of your front porch, which was a metal uh, roof. And um, and so that picture is Eurander's bed. The energies that picked him up um, were very high energy. And um, and the, we did a whole study on them. It was amazing. Um, and then his ceiling, I think, is um, number six. Yep, it is. Yeah, they picked him up. He went right through the ceiling. He burned the. They burned a, his outline on the bed, and then his outline was also burned into the ceiling, which was a wooden, looked like knotty pine ceiling. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean, it's like. It's quite clearly the outline of a body. It's not burnt with fire because it's like specifically controlled, directed energy into the shape of the body. And then, you know, you've got the same thing up on the ceiling. Yeah, that is wild. And and I'm okay. So he was uh, he just went to sleep one night and he was awoken in the midst of this or he just what? How how did it happen? (laughs) Well, he was told we'll pick you up sometime between. I think it was September 1st and September 15th or something like that. Okay. So, and they said to him, be ready. Um, and so on, I think it was September 12th, uh, he came in, his family owns a big ranch. They work on the ranch. He came in, took a shower and laid down on the bed. He said he just had a short son and uh, was reading a book. And he said all of a sudden he couldn't move. And he knew he was being picked up and, um, the, and the bed and the ceiling were the example of that. He was on board ship. I forget how many days they kept him. They didn't keep him for the whole three weeks because there ended up being a circus at his family ranch. They were probably but, pretty freaked out, huh? They were like, Oh, sh- sure. You're so cute. Yeah. Okay. Right. You're going to be gone three well, weeks. And then they wake up there and they're like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Well, he had been picked up before he knew the ropes of that whole experience. The family was not quite as cool with yeah. all of that. Um, and so they ended up bringing him back early, but mm. Um, we had picture number seven is, uh, the stones in mm-hmm. somebody's hands. I have one of those stones here in my filing cabinet. Um, and they are all shaped like little tiny flying saucers. Mm. And so that the message that we got in the lab from that experience, um, and Linda Moulton Howe brought this message back that it was this quote, it is time for your scientist, Levengood, to begin to understand how to use frequencies. Everything that they were doing was with frequencies. And I can attest to that personally myself. Um, so I think one of the things that crop circles are trying to tell us um, which, you know, Patty has done such a good job trying to, you know, it says this and it's reminding us of that. Um, it's telling us about, um, energy. It's telling us about consciousness. It's showing us it, you can communicate using energy, energy shapes form. So if you move on to number, uh, eight, the snow circle, that's a snow circle. Yeah. And that is another form of crop circle in which snow would not gather in that particular area. 
And it's, you know, you don't fake that sort of thing. No, no. Did you do any testing on the soil to see if... Yeah. I think he did. Okay. Yes, he did. And it was amazing. We tested the soils around um, animal excisions or cattle mutilation mm-hmm. as well. And it had the same effect as the crop circle seeds. So the whole thing was like, okay, whether we're talking about crop circles, cattle mutilations, um, you know, people being picked up, ET landing sites, um, whatever you want to, you know, look at and go, OMG, we're talking about extraordinary use of energy mm-hmm. is possible when you move to a new paradigm of science and begin to look at what can you do with these energies. And that, I think, is what the deep state has said. No, no, we don't want you to know about that because sure. we want to be able to pull the wool over your eyes for a long time. And um, so anyway, just moving on here, um, an example of a message, number uh, 11. This one actually is uh, corn, Hillsboro anthracyanin, but I can't, oh, there, there's several more. Okay, I'll leave it right there. Okay. Um, so that's another example of a crop circle effect. You can't fake, uh, you can't fake that. So that's. Is is this, I mean, it, it looks black and maybe purple. I mean, is that like a change to the coloration in the corn, or is that like it's cooked in some fashion? That's what a plant does. It produces anthocyanins, which is a super antioxidant Ooh. to protect itself and to help it recover from the damage done by the high energies in the crop circle. Okay. So, though, and they are purple. They, that's what that's the color of of anthocyanins. Wow, beautiful. Yeah, and then number ten, it's a hill of rings. People have seen minor crop circles in their yard. There's an example right there. That's, um, you know, one that is, it, it's right there for people to see that mm-hmm. those those energies just hop right up the hill, swirling as they go, and they create these green rings, sometimes called fairy rings. Yeah. Um, but that's very, very common. Very common. And then we go to number 11. Bishop's Sutton. Bishop Sutton, yeah, there's a perfect message there. It's, that is telling us that there are other planets in our solar system. So, um, moving on to number 12. Uh, let's see, where's Ann Huff? Ann Huff, okay, yeah. So this is a picture of a young man who was graduating from the police academy. Mm-hmm. And, and his mother, his father had just died. And his mother was taking a picture, and she had this powerful thought, almost like a grief moment, in which she thought, oh, my God, I wish Daddy could see this. That was her thought. Mm-hmm. And when the picture came, that's one of a whole series of pictures. And... And what you see in there is the energy of that thought taking a lot of the light out of that scene and and taking off with it to communicate with whoever daddy was. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, so that's number 12. Number 13, uh, let's see here, that's Bud Hopkins and... Uh, a woman whose name that I, she doesn't want to be public at all, but 
Um, that's see that like it looks like a a line of. <clears throat> Uh, like, I, I call it the Venetian blind. Yes. Circle. Yeah. Almost like, you know, like it's, uh, something vibrating at high speed. It kind of reminds me of those rods that have been photographed shooting through the sky when, oh. um, cause they have like almost, it's, it's like there, it's like a rod that has like a spinning turbine on it. And as it yeah. goes by, it almost creates that kind of Venetian blind look. Yeah. Okay. That's very, very common. So that's on uh, number 13. Mm-hmm. If you number 14 you see the same thing mm-hmm. and that's my granddaughter okay cool um and when when she was young and you see that same formation and then you go to number 15 i was trying to take a picture of, of my book this was when i first published from the soil to the stomach um which is now called getting well naturally from the soil to the stomach but 15 and 16 i thought when i was taking the picture i would look at it when i got done and i thought the camera strap is in the way yeah and so you know i pulled it up took another picture i ended up taking six pictures maybe and um six or seven and what at, with each one, that formation was still in the picture, and and I was getting more and more frustrated with the whole thing. It was like this stupid thing isn't working. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, that formation did what it usually does: it sucked all of the light out mm-hmm. of the picture. And when I saw that, I recognized, oh, this is that that we call it a mini black hole effect Hmm. sucks Mm -hmm. all the light out of a room or out of a space um so that was number 16 uh and then i think number 17 um that's the last one number 17 yes this one is uh bbr photos yeah okay and i don't have the picture of that i just so so it's like a room and the first one is is dark and almost looks like there's like a oh I can't um, well one of them's dark one of them's light. <laughs> okay, so let me tell you about that. That's of an apartment in Grand Rapids, Michigan, mm-hmm. and the um, people who live there decided that there were too many weird things happening. They came home, their furniture would be in a different place, their plants would be un unpotted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they would lose their keys regularly. All kinds of stuff was happening. Um, and so they decided this place is haunted. Well, it's not really haunted. It's in a location. They built the apartment building right over a location where there is some of that convective energy that we were talking about with crop circles. And that convective energy gets to the point where it moves stuff around. And and so what you see in those photos is when they get all done, they're moving out. This is the last day. And I, and the woman who I knew the woman who um, this was, I think her niece or nephew was in the apartment. And so she was helping them move. And she took a picture of the room that they had just vacated. And, and she said, I just had a feeling, just a weird feeling. And she took another picture like a few seconds later. And what you see in that, in the light picture where the room looks like it's lighted, mm-hmm. looks like an ordinary room. That's the same room, 
a few seconds later, and what you see is this ball of light oh. that looks like a light fixture. I, that's that what is, I thought it was. <laughs> it's not a light fixture. It is a mini black hole collecting light out of the space, and the whole space turns dark. Wow. So, and we have, I have all kinds of, of these pictures. So when I say that we need to understand our reality a little bit differently and, and, and begin to work with the energies that consciousness has a big effect on those energies. Um, that's, I'm, I mean, that is the bottom line for us. And that's, I think, the message of the crop circles. The nature of reality is far different from what we grew up believing. Yeah. Wow. Uh, well, I'm, I'm bought in. I have to be honest with you. I'm completely on board. Um, let me say this, uh, Freight Awakening, the worst thing to, would be to, re- <laughs> the worst thing would to be reincarnated as a cow. So much cow hate. They're even blamed for Muppet, for, for climate change because they fart. If they get past that, they're killed for yummy steaks. You could probably have a really good time, uh, being reincarnated as a cow in India. They're basically like sacred beings okay. over in India. So, uh, I've seen the way they treat cows in India and basically it's better than the way they treat a whole segment of society. So, uh, totally different there. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's it for over here. Ladies, um, I, you know, I know Penny, uh, you had said that you weren't going to be able to go until 11 o'clock. It's now uh, 10.38. So I don't know if you had time or you wanted to take any calls or anything like that, but I'm sure that there will be people. We can do that? Okay. Um, okay, great, great. So I, uh, I, I want to talk a little bit more about the man who was, who was taken. Um, what, was there any sort of testing that was done, like on like the bed, like like the bedspread or the um, or the wood? I mean, what kind of readings could you guys get out of there? I mean, because obviously, you know, let's say skeptic. Oh, you know that he just he just took a propane torch and he, uh, you know, he burned him his own body on there and maybe on the ceiling too, and then he disappeared for two weeks, you know. But I mean, I would imagine there's got to be something that you can look at. Yeah, there was. Um, we got samples of the sheet, and what you see is it was a polyester and cotton sheet. Mm-hmm. And, and so some of the fibers were white going one direction, the others were blue going the other direction, and so it was a light blue. Um, those fibers that were right next to fibers that were untouched, mm-hmm. there would be one thread that would have, it wasn't burned, it was, it literally had been, um, it had experienced what we call the change of state. The dye, when the dye in the blue, when subjected to these higher frequencies, changed to the color of brown. It was not burned. There were no charred, uh, no ash. There was nothing like that. The white was even more amazing. It had turned to a, back to a liquid plastic. And hardened, and I have pictures in my book of that uh, of what that looked like, and even in the black and white pictures, which are you know if you get the if you download the PDF of the book, you can see it in full color and it's amazing and um and so there's I said to Levengood a couple of times, just like you said, well, maybe he burned his own. You know, his own outline in the sheet. And he said, no, he, there, there was no ash, number one. 
Um, it, and he said, when you test for um, some substance and you send it off to uh, be spectroscopically examined, what you come back with is an, a, an idea of what has happened to that material. And that, it was just, it was like, this has been treated with something that we don't know how to do. It was just that simple. He said, there is nothing in our toolbox, in the scientific toolbox that we know of that will, you know, leave an outline three threads wide and each thread is different. Nothing. It would have to be incredibly precise. precise. Yeah, precise and very specifically directed because obviously if it was a torch, it would just be a big spot, you know. And even if it was, I guess, like a lightning bolt or something like that, I mean, it would, you know, be much, much different. Um, so Fredo says, uh, great show. Thank you, Patty and Penny. Merry Christmas. Hit that thumbs up, people. Thank you very much for that, Fredo. Also, uh, need to say thank you to Harold. Thank you very much, Harold. Appreciate you, buddy. Uh, and then Angela, she says, I can't get Rumble to work. Thanks for all you do. Well, thank you for figuring this out. You guys, there's something weird going on with Rumble. They were having issues all day. They were down. I think they're getting attacked. And then uh, Visa, I was telling the ladies before the show, Visa will not allow me to use my card on Rumble. They say that it's fraudulent, and so I can't put it on the account. I can't make a charge. I can't do anything like that. I had to use a MasterCard. Uh, and uh, if you're using certain platforms. Uh, it seems like Rumble doesn't have the ability programmed in to actually send out a Rumble rant. You have to be on your browser, on your computer, or in the browser on your phone, and you have to have the card added ahead of time, I think. I know it's a big hassle, but uh, thank you anyways uh, for the support, you guys. Really, really appreciate it. All right, we do have our first caller on the line, so I'm going to bring... Uh, Casey, and I'm pretty sure this is Casey calling from the Great White North in Michigan. How you doing, Casey? Wonderful, and welcome back, ladies. It was very interesting last time, and uh, I'm going to tell you real quick, Zach. Yes, you can't be a chameleon and wear a Hawaiian shirt. You can't hide with a Hawaiian shirt, bro. What wasn't wasn't there wasn't there a movie? Uh, yeah, Rango, Rango. My daughter and I watched it when she was really young. J- Johnny Depp played a chameleon who wear Hawaiian shirts. So I beg to differ, but you know, here we are. I'm not trying to hide, anyways, though. So it's all in fun. <laughs> but the ultimate contrarian. Uh, but uh, you know, I, wow, really sad to hear about uh, Janet. I yeah. hope she is okay because. Like I say, she had a very sexy, cap- captivating voice, mm-hmm. especially with all the questions. Are you going to let the deep state take over? <laughs> <laughs> she just, you know, like I said, just very educational, and hopefully she'll continue to work uh, when she comes out of hiding if that's the case. Um, I, I just, I noticed so many different things. Uh, I want to ask quickly about the, uh, uh, the Sugar Hill photo. If you look at the center of it, that seems to be a Merkaba, a Merkaba, the tetrahedron, which is like a triangle, which is, you know, like I say, one of the basic elementary forms, uh, whether it's in the pyramids, this, that, or whatever. But even like the Japanese uh, experiments with water and they like form crystals that look like snowflakes, or whatever. If you look at the center of them, they seem to be triangles or tetrahedrons. So we're seeing a lot of uh, 
triangles in the formations and crop circles. You know, they're not all just straight lines or, or, or round. They actually have triangle shapes. They're not all circles. You're right. Yeah, and like I say, with that Sugar Hill photo, it's just the very center of it is a Merkaba, or you could call it the, you know, the Star of Israel, but it's just two triangles. Mm-hmm. It's a flawless formation of sacred geometry. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, I forgot to get um, the, yeah. No, no, continue. I forgot to get to the punchline of how I met Penny. <laughs> oh, okay. Go ahead, please. I got back to the hotel at 2.30 in the morning. Okay. And to me, it's an important part of meeting her. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> meeting Lefty. So I get back to the hotel. It's really late. I um, This nice man, Stan, drops me off and goes slowly through the parking lot. And I walked up to the front. The two head psychics of the event were standing at the door. And they were both uh, nodding and smiling. And I said, hi, ladies. And they said, Hi. Who's that tall, handsome man next to you? And I thought Stan got out of the car. I was looking both sides, and he wasn't there. And so I said, I'm sorry. And they said, he's tall, silver hair, silver goatee. He's got a message for you. Can we give it to you? And I thought, huh, wonder what lefty looked like, because <laughs> there's nobody standing next to me. So the message was, um, I did orchestrate this, and I'm really glad you're here. And I said, wait, 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 I'll be right back. And I ran back to the parking lot, and I just barely caught him because I'm waving my arms, and he sees me in the rearview mirror, luckily, and backed up. And now I'm panting, completely panting. And I said, what did William Levengood look like? And he said, tall, silver hair, silver goatee, slim. Why? And I said, well, those ladies help me, you know, (laughs) doing the whole thing. And I'm like hyperventilating at this point and Stan's very calm looking at me. And I said, isn't this unusual to you? I mean, I'm kind of over the top. And he just calmly said, I have taken Penny's intuition courses. We expect this. (laughs) And he drives away. (laughs) I was just like, okay, this is a little beyond me. And so... I went to sleep, and I came back a month later, stayed with Penny, and um, the very first night I'm laying in the bed in her guest room, and I see Lefty walk right through a wooden door. Now, I've never seen anything of the kind, but kind of like the guy that went through the ceiling, Lefty came through the dang door while I'm laying there awake, and I was I pulled the covers off, and I, I was trying to stay really calm, but I had never seen uh, um somebody walked through a door before and let alone i now looked at pictures of him and i knew it was lefty and i'm in penny's house i'm like oh my god she wasn't kidding about the dishes but you didn't tell me he was here in person or in spirit (laughs) and so now i'm just in the bed and all i heard was i did orchestrate this and i'm really glad you're here that's so wild so wild so i've got his pipe over there in my showcase, and everything they had was horses. So I've got his horse pipe. I've got his horse and buggy. Anyway, um, a few different things, his unicorn bell that really has a loud pitch sound. But I felt like for years I wanted to surround myself with lefty um, everything. But I've got crop circle nodes and stones everywhere. I've got my movies and pictures around the house. But the... um 
the level of suppression about crop circles is really a sad thing to me because the magnificence of being able to grow seeds and bring our food supply back is one of those things that's up there with free energy. Absolutely. But had I known what I was getting into, I probably wouldn't have gone this far. So thank God I didn't or I would have never done it. It would have been a big no, thank you, guys. <laughs> But um, I don't regret being in all those formations. Making eight movies was the highlight. Um, and basically, I just always had the camera around my neck. It wasn't like I was out there to make movies. I was laying down in crop circles every day, every night, just one of the crazy people that would fly with no door on my side and go into the crop circles at night. I mean, I had experiences with Janet Osabard that were over-the-top crazy, <laughs> and we just went back another night for more. So there's something that makes you fearless and almost mindless when you're in sacred sites like this. So I did want to finish the lefty story walking through the door. Okay, I'm convinced. <laughs> so, yeah. me. And the rest is history. And, and, and my question, yeah, I was going to say my question on the, you know, uh, I previously talked about the, the latitude, how it's always the, None of this is happening on like equatorial sites, you know, very tropical sites, because obviously the, uh, the crops don't go dormant. They don't get, you know, plowed over. And what have you seen in the sense of the, uh, the crop circles, you know, once they're destroyed or, you know, uh, uh, harvested, uh, are the effects of the area, do they come back? Like if you had burned your grass? Um, do, do they come back in the same formation? Is it a different formation? Is there no formation? What's the follow-up on the actual crop circles after they've appeared? A lot of times you'll see them, the pattern emblazoned in the field the following year or two years. But like Penny said, uh, the seeds do continue to yield more crop after they've been hit with a crop circle. So, no, the wheat will come all back up and stand up straight uh, until it's hit again, and it's bent over in whatever pattern uh, is given to it with these plasma frequencies. And I don't know if we really did the full confusion, which is the one that made me hold my brain together at Penny's house every morning for coffee. She made killer coffee, but my brain, when she started talking, was like, <laughs> okay, so what we have, is these two balls of light that you saw in my picture and they communicated the field went down. What are those balls of light? I think this is what I definitely want people to know before we hang up the show, is that crop circles are coming out of the earth in spinning plasma fields. And you've got counter-rotating vortices like little tornadoes of, of plasma frequencies, and they've got distinct boundary conditions of all these things that she was reading up there. I used to bring a piece of paper to remember, you know, um, all the different frequencies and how to call them, you know, uh, electromagnetic and all the convective and, you know, just the different frequencies. But one I thought was really important that we barely talked about was the segment of human consciousness. And in each one of my films, I do have a story about a group of people and not just random people, but crappies. Those of us that were really dedicated to the crop circles, that were there energetically every summer to be, you know, in the formations, to meet at the research center, to share the data, 
with people from around the world that came just to see the crop circles. And then when you get a group of people together and they all say, let's set an intention to create a crop circle, boom. It happened a few days later in one of my films. It was Janet and Bert Janssen and a group of people at a pub. They had a photo in the middle of the circle, and they all focused on it. And they were all people that the Earth herself knew were crop circle researchers that were there regularly every summer. So they got together, and it was effortless to create this crop circle. And it wasn't a simple one. It was literally a square with five different Celtic crosses at an angle, and that exact picture showed up in a crop circle. The strangest thing that happened to me when I was making crop circle diaries was that um, I had seen this incredible artist work, and it was a man named Ariel Ali, and there was this image of a crystal castle, and it was underwater, and it was all these colors. And as soon as I saw his artwork... I started shaking and trembling and crying, and I didn't know what hit me because I don't get affected by art typically in that way. But I had a friend over, and um, she said, what's going on? I said, I don't know, but his art is really affecting me. And then all of a sudden I went, oh, my God, this is where they took me. And I realized that for the first time, my God, that time when I was laying in that formation, um, uh, Sugar Hill, I was taken because when I came back, I saw different things and I started making movies. And here's this image. Oh, my God. I was taken to an underwater crystal castle. I know this place. I'm getting goosebumps. I'm just getting all chills because I I was completely overtaken. And I said, this image, who is this person? I can't wait till morning. I'm going to call him. I'm going to say, where is this place and how did you know to paint it? And so I wake up in the morning and... um I go online to the Crop Circle Connector to see any new Crop Circles today, and there was an image of the Crystal Castle. And it was a Crop Circle of what I had seen the night before. At 10.30 at night, seven hours later in England is middle of the night. During that three-hour span, when they're laying down Crop Circles, and the mother, in my opinion, said, okay, Patty, here's one for you. (laughs) And so here's this incredible crystal castle crop circle, no circles, and it had five towers, just like the image, the painting. It had five drips of water, not circles below, so it was definitely water. The whole thing made sense. And I tell the whole story and the lefty story. I don't mean to keep holding this one up, but I wish that people would know the truth about crop circles because we've been sold this myth, which is just so beyond the pale, kind of like our politics today. <laughs> you know, those of us that have our eyes open can see what's going on, and we can't believe we're still hearing the deaf, dumb, and blind saying no evidence. It's like crop circles are real. No evidence. It's like, really? Well, really? You, you know, I, I, I have often thought that that phenomena – because that's a, in and of itself, it's a phenomenon. Because it, you know, unexplained. How can somebody be so ignorant? But there's a there's a lot going on in the world to keep people asleep. And you know, Penny, before the show, we were talking about the 15 second attention span, and you thought that I was being generous. But I've talked about that often on here. You know, it's difficult for people nowadays to pay attention to something that's longer than a TikTok video because they've been conditioned to it with the constant dopamine hits of social media and scrolling and flicking. And I think that, you know, the 
constant influx of information and the frequencies that are delivering that information, whether it's from, you know, cellular or Wi-Fi or any other number of electromagnetic frequencies that we're kind of swimming through all the time. You know, I mean, who knows what it is that they're pumping out into the world to keep people deaf, dumb and blind when it comes to the idea of broadening their horizons and expanding their idea of what the world is and what is truly possible. You know, I mean, uh, Rebelator made a uh, excellent comment in here earlier, and I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to read it. Frequency can lift large stones. What makes us think that it can't bend plants? Yeah, duh. Like that just seems so elementary to me. Obviously, you know, great, uh, great commentary there. Um, and then uh, also, Fredo says oh, two things. He said every rant I have sent is on a visa, so that's very odd. Uh, maybe there's an asshat working for Visa there that doesn't like you. Either way, Visa's an asshole. Yes, I agree with you there. And then uh, Fredo. Oh, so this is actually something that I was going to mention earlier. Stonehenge pyramids connected to crop circles with energy and frequencies coming from under the earth. Easter Island is Thousand Island, just ketchup and mayo. (laughs) So just the first portion of that, I was going to mention earlier, Patty, when you had mentioned the underground aquifers or an underground water source, the ley lines, um, you know, the Bosnian Bosnian pyramids have a a number of... uh, um, I guess not cave systems, but I mean, they are man-made caverns, tunnels that go through the pyramids. And there's a specific chamber that they've called like, I don't know, the healing chamber or something like that. And there is a, uh, a, a like a quartz, uh, a, a, a piece of quartz, giant piece of quartz that's been polished. And it sits right above, directly above uh, an underground uh, water system that's going underneath the pyramid, goes right under there. And as that water goes underneath the uh, uh, the, the quartz, it produces... Uh, positive ions or negative ions. I don't know which one is good, but it's one of them. Anyways, it produces this, this, uh, this positive energy that emanates into the air. And when you actually go in there, uh, people can, uh, experience, you know, uh, health generating effects and, and it, it makes them feel better and they get healthier. It's pretty incredible stuff, but it reminds me of, of this. I mean, it's a, you know, it, it's, it's connected, but it's disparate all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that speaks to Patty's uh, assumption of the rainy, soggy uh, land that if it's raining, you can't have astral projection from the sky down because, one, you're going to have clouds. Two, you're going to have rain and precipitation. So it must be coming from the earth up. And we know about the dumbs, the deep underground military bases. Who's to say there aren't even older ones mm-hmm. that they're – we don't know what's going on underground. They could be projecting like, uh, I want to say, uh, shadow puppets. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you know, that appears as a crop circle. So it could be emanating with nanoparkers or dark energy matter, whatever it is. But it's obviously affecting anything that's living on the surface that is being used as a, as a filter. But one thing I would suggest, the next crop circle expedition, whenever you do go, Maybe it would help to have people that are sensitive because one of their senses senses has been muted or like like having a deaf person or a blind person, uh, even some of the savants that are out there, um, just to see how they uh, have an impression if there's a certain feeling that they're having that they can somehow see something different than anybody else or confirm and deny any other hypothesis that, you know, whether it's coming from 
who, what, where, why, all the quote-unquote journalistic questions that come with it. Because if one of their senses is dulled or missing, the others are heightened. Mm-hmm. And they may be able to give you answers that you haven't you know, been able to get That's in the a- sense of, uh, I, 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 like I say, it sounds like it's all happening during a time period. You can't predict it, but you can predict the ley lines lat- latitudinally that it's only happening whether it's in the Netherlands or, you know, uh, in uh, uh, England. And, you know, it's along that ley line that they're going to appear. So it's, it's not equatorial. It's not, you know, South American. I, I, I don't know if you have any, you know, African uh, crop circles or anything that you can, you know, compare and contrast your information on. But it seems like it's happening all along the 45th parallel in that sense of that's really the uh, civilized uh, latitudinal line. Everywhere from Greece to North America, that's where Western, you know, philosophy and civilization and inventions have all come from. So it just seems like that would be the area you want to have tunnels in first. So uh, I think there's definitely a correlation. And uh, just one thing about the, uh, the Burning Man, uh, whether it was the bed or the ceiling, mm-hmm. uh, the bed, it, he looked very well endowed, more so <laughs> than in the ceiling. So if that was me, I'd be up there with a uh, with a big lighter trying to make it look at least like the same on the bed. So, oh, my God. Check that as a comparison. <laughs> okay, awesome. Uh, well, listen, Casey, I, I don't want to keep these ladies much longer, so I appreciate your call, and uh, thank you very much, brother. We'll talk to you soon. All right, right, you guys have a great weekend and happy holidays, ladies. You too, brother. God bless. All right, we have uh, one more caller, you guys. We're going to take them, but I just want to know if uh, if either of you have any commentary on what uh, Casey suggested. I think that's a great idea, you know, taking people with uh, heightened uh, sentences because they've perhaps lost another one because uh, whatever it is they're able to report might be vastly different from what, you know, just an average person might might feel. I would agree with that, and I would also say take some people that are kind of dense mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. see if there's a awakening yeah. that occurs in them. And crop circles do happen all over the world, all over. Well, and that was that was the other thing I wanted to, to ask about because um, I mean, obviously, when you hear about them, they're happening in air, in uh, areas that uh, where there's agriculture, there's organized agriculture, and obviously in Africa, I you know it's lots of desert, you know, but I mean I, clearly they're growing some crops, but I don't know if they're growing grains in the same way that they are in in Europe or the United States. But um, so yes, have you guys? Do you mean that there have been documented crop circles on like every continent of the of the world? Yeah, except Antarctica. <laughs> Uh, I, I wouldn't doubt it if they're there as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are energies and they will, um, they're going to affect whatever. The earth has to renew herself and this is her process. So, you know, she isn't going to skip someplace just because it's cold. She sure. doesn't care. Yeah. Well, they're just not going to tell us about it because yeah, they, they've right. got, yeah, it's the, uh, they, 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 go ahead, Patty. Here, so. Um, the movie that I did, Orbs and Light Beings, there was a six-year-old Dutch girl, a child. Mm-hmm. So she wasn't deaf, dumb, or blind. She was just young and spoke a different <clears throat> language. But for some reason, I went in this formation, and um, everywhere 
that my man and I went in England. We met people that were in the formation on July 29th that night that saw orange balls of light. And everywhere we went, no matter who we met, they told us the same story. And um way to lose a man, I can tell you that. When we went and the Dutch family, six-year-old little girl, starts going off. And the family translated. And I got the camera rolling and my man behind me. And he said, I thought you were making this up. And I said, no, miracles happen when you're in the crop circle. So this little girl, translation was, the mom said, we were in a formation on July 29th in East Field. It's like, mm-hmm, yeah, I know that formation. She said, uh, my daughter said that she saw an orange ball of light, and they told her the crop circle was going to be bigger. <laughs> like, oh, God, somebody else told us the same thing about 100 miles ago. Yeah. Then I went all the way to Glastonbury, and I interviewed Eddie, who did <clears throat> this automatic writing, and I said, oh, you write anything interesting lately? And he said, yeah, yeah, I was in this crop circle, and now I'm seeing Mike shrivel. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, you know, and... And uh this balls of light, and they said the crop circle was going to be bigger. And now it's just like, oh god, this is like so great. You know, I can't, I can't even write my movies. I just do them. <laughs> you know, how do you make movies? I do them. <laughs> you know, I just like open heart, got a camera. You know, do them. So, um sure enough, uh the next day the crop circle was bigger, but two weeks later it was a full scarab. And uh pretty mind-boggling that everywhere we went, we drew that frequency to us with our energetic mind, not his, poor mm-hmm. guy, with that plasma, that consciousness, that energy of me going, wow, that was impressive. And then everywhere we went, it was like magnetic energy, mind-boggling. Very cool. Very, very cool. All right, caller, you're on the air. Can we get your name? Yes, my name is Aaron Moriarty. Aaron Moriarty, Mr. Truth Quest himself. How are you, Aaron? Well, if I was doing any better, Zach, I would be you, of course. <laughs> what can I say? I'm not going to argue with that one. <laughs> right. Well, very interesting program, and uh, hello, Patty and Penny. I would like to have you on a Truth Quest sometime, but the reason I'm calling is, you know, Crop circles have always been very curious to me. And I just had the thought in the chat earlier, and I put this out there, uh, maybe we should have AI take a look at these and see if AI can decode some of these elaborate designs to some sort of message. Hmm. That was actually another question that people in the, in the chat were asking. Had, had that, that code, bi- the binary code, been, been uh, um, extrapolated and anybody decoded it? No, no. Okay. I think I think someone. Oh, that one. No, the the one where the alien is holding the disc. That's been that one has been know. decoded. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. As, but, as I think it would be message. Yeah. It would be interesting to see if AI could. Yeah. And if it can, if it can, it might even show that maybe some sort of AI force, natural or unnatural, might be at play. I'm so <laughs> also. I don't want AI in the game. Or next thing you know, we're going to have automated crop circles, and they're going to be landing in cement and shoved down. (laughs) Or maybe you'll make them mad, and they'll just stick a computer circle on your computer with, you know, some kind of message. Well, listen, 
There's there's no one more upset about AI than me because I'm an artist. And all of a sudden, AI is the best artist that ever lived that didn't live, that doesn't charge anything and can draw anything instantly. So I'm very jealous of that. I actually knew this day was coming, uh, but I just didn't think it would come this quick. Well, they're writing music and ads for us also, but they're not invited to my crop circle party, maybe to yours. I'm stingy (laughs) when it comes to AI. Stay away. Uh, I think that we've got enough people, you know, messing with the information that, uh, you know, I guess I'm ready uh to be let out of the Aladdin's, you know, little wonderful, (laughs) what do you call it? His little lantern, you know, like, let us come out now. It's time to play. It's time to live and share real information. You know, this AI is the opposite direction. This DEI is definitely the opposite direction. Well, All about confusing us and making up, down, and left, right. I'm kind of over it. That's why I think that if we just become more real than AI, and I don't mean to insult your question, it's a great question. And AI sure can do anything, but... You know, this is this is the Earth. This is magical. This is higher frequencies than Earth computers and um, all of the government hiding everything. You know, we're in a war right now, a subliminal war. Our families, our neighbors think we're crazy if we know what's going on. But very soon they're going to be coming and saying, help me understand. You were trying to tell me before. Now I'm ready to listen. So, um, yeah, I think we've got something really beautiful here. Um, Yes. Well, yeah, I I was threatened to be thrown in jail and they would throw away the key and no one would ever know where I was for a cable access show that aired three times. But so I know all about that. But the other thing I wanted to mention was, uh, uh, have you ladies, you talk about these plants that are so infused by this energy. You heard of electroculture, where just a stick with, with copper wire around it stuck in the ground, it gets energy from the air and delivers it to the soil, to the, to the plant, so it can grow. And thinking of that, it made me think, well, maybe that's why plants grow up. The higher up they get, they have access to that higher energy in the, in the upper atmosphere. Hmm. Well, it's actually coming from the Earth. <laughs> so... Um, and when you look at a tree, the next time you really look at a tree and the structure of that tree, the branches, what you'll see is that those branches follow paths of energy in the air. And that's the tree grows up. And as it gets further and further up, it begins to follow um, those energy paths moving through the base of the tree. And then the branches form whatever shape they form based on that energy. So it's all about uh, energy patterns. Yeah. And the ground <clears throat> I, I, I is brilliant. On the, ground, on the ground. And then if you um if you knock a plant over and you don't help it stand back up, it's because the energy is flowing up out of the earth. It's gonna change its direction and start growing up. So you'll have a plant that's like this. You know, it's uh, got two big jig jogs in it. So, and there's a technical name for that, but we've all seen that. Jig jog. 
<laughs> no, there's a technical name. Jigsaw is not it. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's right. the scientific term, for sure. Very, <laughs> very interesting. And, uh, you know, the only reason I mentioned AI for figuring it out is because I just had the thought of doing it. And also... Before it takes us all over, maybe it can solve some mystery. And it certainly is a mystery what some of these designs mean. And uh, a, a very fast computer brain might be able to decipher some. That's all I was suggesting. It, you know, I didn't mean to have a um, to cause a. Uh, well, I have to yeah. just put my two cents in here. I love AI, um, and and yet. What I'll say is you can't have AI if you have untrustworthy people running it. Mm. You can't have AI if you have corruption um, managing it. And so we have this incredible power. It does things that you can't even imagine. If you've been into other dimensions or other worlds and you see what they do with AI, you come back here and you go, oh, oh. Well, we have to get rid of those guys first. <laughs> um, but that's where we're at. And I I think um, one of the great treasures that you program into AI is all of the gifts, like Zach's gift for putting together programs, Patty's gift for yeah. making movies just because she's got a camera around her neck and, oh, that looks interesting, you know, or mine for writing or, you know, yours for art. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't mm-hmm. take away from the human. You add to the human. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And I apologize yeah. for jumping on your AI. I guess I'm just oh. tired of them. I feel like they're our enemy because of the people creating the programs. That's- the potential of all of it is so great. We just haven't seen great yet. And I'm protective of the crop circles because we have so many lousy humans out there, you know, saying boards and ropes, you know, and all that. No. So to add AI, I'm sorry, I'm just hypersensitive. It's like, no, more smart people, please. <laughs> we definitely need more smart people. Gosh. Can never have too many of those. <laughs> no. Well, I know I know I was smart in school because everyone they mispronounced my first name, which is Aaron. They always called me smart Alec for some reason. I'm not sure why. <laughs> they did not spell. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, Aaron, we're going to kill it there, buddy. I want to say thank you very much for calling. And uh, if, if you'd like, I can put you in touch with Patty to have her on your program. Uh, Patty, I think you and Aaron would have plenty to talk about. He does a regular show with Andrew Bajago. I'm, I don't know if you, you're familiar with him, but yeah. Sure. Okay, I'll put I you guys in touch. What's that? Yeah. I do a monthly show with Alfred Lambermont Weber and Laura Eisenhower for probably 10 years. And Alfred and... Uh, Basiago worked together quite a bit. Excellent. Okay. Interesting yeah. stories, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he's really oh, yeah. he's he's full of them. That's for sure. So I'll put you guys in touch uh, via email. Thank you. Yep. Great. All right, Thanks, Aaron. Thank, Thank you. Everybody. We'll talk to you soon, man. Make sure you're following Aaron Moriarty Truth Quest on Rumble and the Foxhole. On Rumble. On, on, not, aren't you on the Foxhole? I'm not in the foxhole yet. I can't figure out some of this equipment to, to to set it up so I can do that. Okay, I'm not sure how to do it. You've got I have to figure it out. If if well, I'll talk to you about it off there. Well, but I'll, I'll I'll help you out. Awesome. You need to be on there. All right. Okay, buddy. I'll All talk right, to you soon. Take care, buddy. Peace. God bless. Bye. All right. And uh, let me see here. Fredo said. <laughs> Fredo 
for the record, it's up, down, it's up, up, down, down, B-A-B-A, select to start for unlimited Contra lives. Uh, I, I think it's up, uh, I don't know, I don't know if that's it or not, but I remember using that code when I was a kid on Contra. Um, alright, so, you guys, before we go, this is off topic, but if you're on Twitter, uh, or you're on Truth, you need to go check out J.R. Majewski's account, because his number one primary, uh, opponent was just recorded trashing Donald Trump and trashing uh, the MAGA movement all across America. And uh, President Trump actually gave him a shout-out tonight as he was speaking in uh, New York. So if you don't mind, ladies, I want to end the show with this, and then I want to get your final thoughts, because uh, pre- JR, JR. President Trump is supporting J.R. Majewski in Ohio's 9th District. J.R. Majewski is a really, really good friend of mine. And uh, the, uh, the 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 DNC defamed him in the last election. They stole his private Air Force records and then lied about him, claiming that he was guilty of stolen valor. And because of the speed that the federal government works, which is, you know, almost an oxymoron, it's not speedy at all. There's a lot of bureaucracy and red tape. Uh, he was unable to get his record fixed before the actual election. It was just days. It was an October surprise. So anyways, it's been fixed. Jeremy Majewski is recognized as a combat veteran who served in Afghanistan and a number of other Middle Eastern theaters, and uh, he has always been honest about his service. So let me just pull this up, and let's hear what uh, President Trump had to say about our man J.R. Majewski. Make that full screen. Come on. Why won't you go full screen, buddy? Okay, there we go. Okay. And ladies, you should be able to hear this. J.R. Majewski, somebody that the deep state did some really bad things to, but we stuck by him. We stuck by him. And uh, J.R., where's J.R.? What a job. Where are? What a job. Well, it shows perseverance works, right? You know, he he backed me. He took a tractor. He had a sign, Trump, 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 all over the fields of your beautiful state. And you've been totally exonerated. You told the truth. And they played dirty pool, but you'll get a second shot, right? You're going to get a second shot. Great job. What they did to you is very unfair. All right. Could you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. So, yes, J.R. Majewski got a bad rap, and, uh, you know, everything happens exactly as it's supposed to. So I, I believe that if you, something doesn't work out the first time and you try it again and then you do, then it just means that you, you weren't meant to be in that position until the moment that you uh, finally made it. So uh, also during that time, J.R. has been able to uh, uh, hone his positions and uh, and really learn the ins and outs. And we also learned that Kevin McCarthy was a total scumbag uh, in that intervening time and he's no longer going to be in congress anymore all right so thank you very much for that final diversion i appreciate it ladies i i I learned about this two nights ago or I, i guess last yeah no two nights ago and i wasn't able to speak about it until tonight but please uh let us get your final thoughts uh patty i'd like to begin with you what would you like everyone to take away from tonight's continued conversation well, you distracted my brain so much. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's all right that all I can think about is this new miracle that I'm wondering if I helped. And um, I I don't know if anybody's listened to Bobby Kennedy Jr. do any speaks lately, but his voice is cleared. Oh, really? Okay. He's talking clearly. 
And I gave him C60 Evo. I gave him three three packs, and all of a sudden he's talking clearly. Just because you talked presidential and yeah. election. It made me think of Bobby. That's awesome. And I've been calling my friends that gave him the bottles from me, and we had to have it blessed in a Catholic church mm-hmm. before he would receive them. How cool is that? That is pretty I sweet. That was cool. But all of a sudden, I heard him speaking clearly, and I'm thinking, wait a minute. So Penny takes it, and she said she no longer needs her reading glasses. I take it, and now I'm partners with the, the scientists. But Bobby Kennedy Jr., speaking clearly? I mean, if if we helped him bring his voice back, then damn it. I wonder if we can get some to Trump and let him bring his presidency back. Here we go. <laughs> I'll talk to J- I'll talk to JR about it. We'll see about getting him some C60. That's brilliant. Okay, great way to wrap it up. <laughs> All right. P- Penny, how about you? What what are your final thoughts? What do you want people to take away from tonight's show? I just have to say, I don't think I can top that. I loved it. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but it was a nice landing. No, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. Okay. Oh, oh um, so final thank you from Dave75 over here on Rumble. He says, everything is energy running at different frequencies. That's the difference between stone and flesh. Frequency. Great show. I've watched you all. I've watched you all for years. So all of us, that's awesome. Uh, and then Chatty KC over on Foxhole, a.k.a. Pill dot net says great show so thank you so much ladies i really appreciate it i had a great time hanging out with you i look forward to the next time that we get to if you'd like to try either of the sponsors of tonight's program that would be uh, patriot gold the phone number is in the description of this video if you'd like to try c60 evo you can go to c60 evo.com forward slash red pill 78 and use code red pill 78 for an additional 10 percent off your order they have a bunch of specials right now because it's christmas and it's a lot of great things that you your family and love ones would really really enjoy so thank you very much once again ladies everybody at home good luck and god bless we'll see you monday right here 5 p.m eastern for another episode of red pill news live until then peace
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare Flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.